Welcome to Emil Franzink's Voices of the West, dedicated to the principle that America was better off when our TV shows featured cowboys instead of lawyers. And a very pleasant good Saturday to you. Uh, Harry Alexander here, Bunker to France on the other side there. Yep. And this is Emil Franzink's Voices of the West. And yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, let's see. Today we're going to do. Uh, well, we got a pretty. I think it's going to be a pretty decent interview here. Uh, John Good background. Yeah, John Richard Marsh will be our guest. He's on the phone now, and we'll be getting to him in just a few moments. Uh, and talking about his book, The Secret of Sunrise Mountain. And Number three. Th- this is the third in the series. The first, but the third. If, okay. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the Hitchhiker's Guide. let him explain that, yes. Like, like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Part 3. Yes. Or Part 4. Or, it's or, a trilogy. <laughs> or uh, Brooks's, uh yeah. Spanish Empire yeah. thingy. So uh, John will be joining us uh, to talk about that book. And I'll tell you what, it uh, just reading the synopses of uh, <laughs> what he sent... This is pretty incredible. It's a great soap opera. It's it's a hooter. <laughs> it's a real hoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I know we're going to like it. Uh, so, let's see. It's a Saturday. And yep. um, if you're listening to us on uh, the uh, Voices of the West uh, network here, um, that that's cool. Uh, or on the radio channel, that is cool. Super if you're not... Cool. If you're not, well, and then you'll probably be looking for our podcast. And you can find that podcast at uh, VoicesOfTheWest.net. You can also find it at Stitcher.com, Spotify.com. Spotify. Uh, There's another one. Yeah, well, yeah, dot some or dit dot? Or? No, uh, RadioPublic.com yeah, and uh, RedCircle.com. And I, I, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're like we're like a case of measles. You know, yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. We'll, so, we'll make you scratch. Yeah, so that's what's happening uh, for that now. Um, let's see. A little so, bit. what do they want to get in touch with us, or well, talk uh, to us, or email us? Okay. What do they do, Harry? Well, you know, I'm glad you're here to help me with that. Well, I'm <laughs> glad I'm here too. Otherwise, I'd be somewhere else. Hey, there you go. Uh, let's see. To uh, get involved in the conversation with us, all you have to do is. Pick up your phone, dial 844-908-WEST, 844-908-9378. And yes, it's a toll-free number, but although I suspect in this age of cell phones, it doesn't really matter one iota. Um, (laughs) You can also uh, email us at voicesofthewest at gmail.com, voicesofthewest at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Voices of the West. And I'm looking out the window in case somebody wants to send us a smoke signal. We got smoke signals available. Um, heliograph. Heliograph we can it doesn't do. doesn't work at night, but it's great during the day. Yeah, or during cloudy time. Um, <laughs> and uh, we could also unleash the carrier pigeons, I reckon, there we go. if we have to. Anyway, that's uh, that's what's that's well, what the name of the tune here uh, for this show. Um, so that's, how was your week, Harry? How was my week? My week, uh, my week was not the greatest. Um, Better or worse than last week? Worse. Worse. It was. Yeah. Oh I, my goodness! How could it be worse? <clears throat> well, that was a terrible week. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, the studio dog, had to. Uh, oh, that is worse. Went that's... on <clears throat> went on a a journey. <laughs> he, he's up there. He's up there in cowboy heaven, yes, chasing he cows. Yeah, he is. Or uh, gophers or yeah. something. 
I missed the big or rug. sleeping sleeping at the foot of, of John <laughs> Wayne there, going good dog. Yep, missed missed the big lug. Ah, uh, so I do too. He, um, he the most loving dog I've one of the most loving dogs I've ever come yeah. across. Yeah. Oh well. well. Let's not stop this. We'll both start crying. Here. I know. That's so unmanly. Exactly. Uh, so, other than that, my week was yeah okay. Well. I'm still fighting with the poobahs from YouTube to uh, uh, put us back on the. YouTube. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because you know <clears throat> you folks out there that listen to us all the time, time to time, or this is the first time, get on your computer bug thing there and. And complain, you know, just what Facebook and all Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, get out there, chew on there, you know what, and uh, mm-hmm. and maybe we can get some kind of action, a reaction. I know a lot of folks uh, in the Western Riders of America group are quite upset about it. Yes. A lot of our friends are quite upset about it. Uh, yeah, we didn't have a bunch of subscribers or anything, but we still had content up there that was, mm-hmm. I thought, really good. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, it's of interest, especially like our friends in the Western Riders, because if they come after content like ours, which is just mm-hmm. wholesome, family, heritage, mm-hmm. legacy, mm-hmm. history, uh, can they be far behind? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, to further our ban here, <laughs> we're going to talk with John and John uh, Richard Marsh, author of uh, The Secret of sunrise mountain we'll pop him in here and john are you there i'm here my goodness (laughs) i i I want you guys to know first off i'm really grateful to be here secondly if you hear chattering in the background that's my teeth because i'm scared (laughs) (laughs) Uh, don't be scared i thought you said might be uh real yeah no Hmm. don't don't be scared it's you know hey we're just having a conversation here you're telling us about the book and uh that's the name of that tune so yeah just you know hey john this show does have many more listeners than some radio stations in tucson yeah (laughs) we like that yeah well you know john this is the way to look at it just picture yourself at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee, a couple of old geezers that are just nuts and crazy about the Old West, the history, the legacy, and just make yourself at home because you're part of the family now. Oh, you know what? I really appreciate that because that, that's really what life is all about is having good friends and good family members and uh, loving, caring, and taking care of them. So I appreciate that. That makes me feel better. Good. Well, I want to make you feel even better, John. I've seen, I've seen, looking at your picture here, and then I saw a couple other pictures of you with a beard. You look good in a beard. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Now, my wife didn't, but, oh. but I, I really kind of like the beard. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, after 39 years, she does have some kind of right to, to complain, yeah. I guess. But she's still with you, like you said, so... She must like something about you. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll share with you guys the best philosophy I've ever found of life, okay? And mm-hmm. especially if you're married. If you wake up in the morning and your wife still likes you, it's going to be a good day regardless of what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like the saying, if my dog doesn't like you, 
I probably ain't going to like it. Yep. So, but if your wife, wife likes you, that's good. And I know what you mean by that, John. I've been 47 years with the same lady, and, uh, yep. <laughs> she, you know, I look up to her just because of that. <laughs> Anybody who can survive that amount of time with me. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> let's talk. Well, oh, now, go now, ahead. Harry, you, you already know, we, we already know one thing about our wives, and, and I don't know yours, and you don't know mine, but we've already realized that they're very patient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Not only that, but you know, I think, you know, there was a time when we weren't uh, all that good together, and we had kids, and we talked about separating and divorcing and stuff. But neither of us wanted the kids, so we stayed together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay if you got two. Each one can take one, but yeah. you got three. Yeah, forget get out it. the saw. Yeah. I know. So. Uh, before we get to this, the uh, secret of Sunrise Mountain, John, I forgot we need to do a little bit of other housekeeping. We do have some announcements here that we need to make, so <clears throat> I'm going to start off with mine. But okay, good, go I for it. it. Go for it. It's got to be saw, good. saw a story uh, online that uh, Leon Rausch, the uh, voice of the Bob Wills and Texas Playboys band, passed Ooh, earlier this week. He was good. Yeah, he was. Oh, the Bob Wills. My, my, my mom and my mom's people are all Texicans. And in Texas, the surest way to get run out of state, tarred and feathered or shot or hung, is to badmouth Bob Wills. I don't know how anybody could. They couldn't. <laughs> it's not possible. And you've got some stuff. Okay, there. well, first of all, I just want to rem- remind everybody that today is Armed Forces Day. Happy Armed Forces Day. Which, Thank you for your service, Mr. DeFrance. Well... Thank you for your service, Mr. Alexander. Thank you. And, you know, I, I, I can't think of a, a better person than a veteran to have for a friend. Well, now, thank you. The other thing that I've got going here, this is just kind of for local consumption. Out at the loft uh, this coming Wednesday, that's May 22nd, at 7.30, they're going to be showing The Ballad of Gregorio Cortez. Mm. Now, this is a excellent movie it's almost it's 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 not fiction because it's based on a true event and it's almost documentary in its accuracy i i saw i've seen the movie a couple of times i've read many articles i read a a a book about this event they really stayed close to history uh the characterizations uh, osmos was fantastic as 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 the main and the best part this is the part that should get everybody excited is it's free. You know, I like that word. You know, it's free. You know, and this this is this is part of our Western heritage. Yep. Now another part of our Western heritage is coming up. Uh from runs from the twenty seventh to twenty uh, fifth to the twenty seventh. That's Wyatt Earp Days down in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. And I think probably everybody uh-huh. in the Southwest has been here any length of time has gone to that at least once. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great way to spend a day yeah, and, and and you know, get your boots dusty and mm-hmm. eat some ribs down there mm-hmm. and just look at the look at the characters down there that are they they moved back to the past, and it's kind of cool. Well, and uh, depending on the interpretation they provide, <laughs> you can also uh, you can get the real story uh, by uh, checking out Bill Markley's book. Yes, uh, about uh, the legendary lawman uh, Bat Masterson and Wider, who's who we're going to have up on the show pretty soon. Yeah, I reckon we are. Yeah, that's great. Now this is just kind of an ongoing thing through the twenty seventh of July, but out at the. Uh, Amarin, oh, the Arizona State Museum, excuse me, they're having a uh, showing of Hopi 
Katsina dolls. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, changing styles, enduring meanings. And the price range there is free to $8. I think it depends on the day, mm-hmm. what your status is in life. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're really interested in Southwestern stuff and and the Kachinas and Katsinas are really beautiful pieces of work. Yes, they And they are. all have meaning. Yes, Especially the Katsinas. Yes. And then the last piece, and then we'll get to John. Sorry we're taking too much time from you, John. But out at the Amaranth Museum, which is out by uh, Texas Canyon, out by Duncan, they have an ongoing show out there, a century of Zuni and Navajo jewelry. Mm. And I've got to tell you, the Amaranth is a world-class museum about the American Southwest, the history, the geology. Uh, if you're into research, it's the yeah. place to go. It's one got one of the best research libraries in the country. And I've, I've got a couple of free passes. we got to go out there one of these days. Indeed. Here. Indeed we do. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's get into this book Well, who's here. our guest again? I oh, forgot. John Richard Marsh. Oh, okay. <laughs> The Secret of Sunrise Mountain. Uh, John wrote this book with uh, Carol Malone. And I love the, the, the lead sentence here for your synopsis of, of the book. What if government mercenaries target you, your ranch, your friends, and your new gal, and won't stop until they draw blood? Wow, if that doesn't grab somebody by the balls to want to read this book, I don't know what will. Well, doesn't that happen all the time? Yeah. I mean, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like James Bond out west, I, Cowboy I, Bond. I'm ready to go join the man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's what's the secret of this? What's the secret of this Sunrise Mountain thing? Well, you know the 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 real secret of Sunrise Mountain is that uh, I needed an outlet to be able to write down stories so that I could take and really share with others to have them have a good experience, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Uh, when, when I was growing up, I grew up with a, a single mom, and she had a tough time making a living, and so I was alone a lot. And so when you're alone a lot, you watch television and you watch the, uh, the cowboy shows and all of that stuff. And what mm-hmm. I ended up having was a lot of stories all of my life. Mm-hmm. And so when I as as I went through my life, I you know I got busy and worked and did all these careers and everything. And when I retired, my sweet wife said, "Honey, why don't you take uh, and sit down and begin to write some of those stories?" And like so a that's, dutiful that husband, is what I'm, that and, is and, what I'm doing. And as a dutiful husband, you said yes, dear. <laughs> Does, right. <laughs> does she read your stuff well, as you do it, or does she let you finish it and then and then give you her? And I'm sure you value her opinion, but what's the process between you and her in the storytelling? Well, really, what I do is that she lets me take and, and write my books out. Now, you'll find this interesting, and probably a lot of your listeners will find this interesting, is that I sit down and write all of my books out longhand first. Wow. Best way, best way. And, Okay, and and the thing is that that way that I really get to feeling the characters and what I wanted them to do and where I wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I write them out longhand, and then we take and put them onto the computer. And then because my English and spelling and grammar and all of that stuff is not real good, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this wonderful lady named Carol Malone that... Uh, who is both my ghostwriter and my technical director. So what she's done is that I write a story, and then 
as it's said in our family, then she puts it into English. I got you. Yeah, well, what a good yeah. editor does. Yeah. Now that's well, cool. you know, I'm interested because you said you you have your grandma uh, as part of your process, or you said you, you, and I think that's great to include your grandma in it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it a family well, affair. The, Carol Malone has written a lot of books, and and she really knew how to take and write a book. But I I know how to tell a story, and so yes. the the secret of Sunrise Mountain was really an opportunity to sit down and see if I had some value in being able to share something with others uh, that could enjoy it. Okay, well, you know, I, I was you know. looking I was looking back on your numerous careers, and. I kind I kind of I'm like uh, I don't know like a gopher I guess I dig down and tunnel around and get I'll come up on the wrong wrong spot a lot of times <laughs> but you know I'm looking at all these different careers and I'm and I'm thinking the way my mind works is I can see every one of them in some way helping you preparing you along the way manufacturing that's that's putting things together making things making a story uh, selling that's that's getting your story out. Commercial construction, that's what you and Carol do. Uh, what is the other thing? Uh, mortgage brokering, selling it. And then the most important part, the writing of it, the author, the, the creator. Well, it, you know, it, it, was a, it was a long journey, okay? One of the challenges that I did have that, that I'll share with everybody is that, you know, not everybody lives, a, lives in that wonderful family that you grow mm -hmm. up in. Mm -hmm. So there, there was a point in time in my life when I had been married, got a divorce, and I got the custody of my three children. So I spent eight years uh, working on uh, making a living and taking care of them. Now, fortunately, they didn't have to eat all of my cooking, and so they all lived. <laughs> <laughs> They're survivors. <laughs> That's yeah, good. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, so, All right. so a lot, a lot of the history of making a living was that I just need to make a living. Yeah, I got you. you. Know. <clears throat> All right, John, hang on the line. I'm going to put you back in the queue so you can hear the uh, commercials and whatnot. Um, we've got to do that very first break here uh, of the program, and we do this because, well, people like us and they sponsor us, and we like our <laughs> and, sponsors, and we like our sponsors, and th th they definitely help keep this program on the uh, internet. <laughs> used to say radio, but uh, that's a long, long time ago. So, uh, isn't the internet kind of like an electronic radio? And isn't yeah. a radio kind of kind of like electronic? Yeah, kind of. Of course, I guess you know since we have more than some radio sta listeners yeah. than some radio well, like stations, almost have. double now. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, yeah. we'll be back uh, with uh, John and uh, much more of this show right after this. Paladin, Paladin, where do you roam? Paladin, Paladin, far, far from home. Emil Franzi's Voices of the West will be right back. The Tucson Trap and Ski Club is one of the best-kept economic secrets in town. This 900-member group maintains one of the finest shotgun shooting ranges in the country, featuring trap, skeet, five-stand, and sporting clays fields, and hosts national and international events that bring thousands of people and millions of dollars into our community. The Spring Satellite Grand American Tournament alone involves 1,200 participants for 10 days. Learn more about this and their other contributions to our community at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com. 
Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. Imus Wilkinson Investments, 777-1911, is a unique investment management firm. They pay little attention to where the market indicators are because smart investment management goes way beyond check and stock exchanges. They are very good at managing all types of investment based on client expectations. They build relationships, and they want clients, not customers. My family is proudly included among them, and they'll help you, as they did us, design a portfolio that achieves what you want when you need it. Imus Wilkinson Investments, they're really good at what they do. 777-1911. Banned on YouTube. Oh, foot. We don't know why. Don't say it's a fine morning or I'll shoot you. Voices of the West video content will be available soon. Watch VoicesOfTheWest.net for the latest and listen right here on VOW Radio. Yeehaw! Hello, podcast listeners. I'm Tom, the host of the Movie Zealots podcast, and I'm inviting you to give the Movie Zealots podcast a listen. Every episode, my co-hosts and I review the latest box office releases, but there's more than simply just that. We also play games like the Alexa quote of the show and may the odds be ever in your favor and have a from the cutting room floor segment that is an open forum to discuss anything from our thoughts of a Netflix TV series to our experiences with movie subscriptions such as the AMC Stubbs or MoviePass. So after finishing this podcast, please give the Movie Zouts podcast a listen. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Simply search Movie Zouts. Until then, that's a wrap. Dusty trail towns, too few and far between. Tired saloons and sawdust covered floors. Too many one more showdowns and aces over queens. Winning's just a way of keeping a score. Welcome back to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. And we are back on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. A bit of uh, Ed Bruce there and seemed to uh, the Brett Maverick TV show. That's yeah. uh, I think it's still playing on MeTV. Hmm. You know, it's it's actually it's playing over the air here too. I think on it's either Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. Su- Sunday mornings is when yeah. we tape them. And you know, it, it only lasted a season, but it was it's a good show. Just like Nichols was a good show. Just like Maverick was a good show. Well, you know, it's it just goes to show you you can put good stuff on the air, but if you got and I spent 30 years in the picture business, and I understand one of the things I learned is the people that run in the studios should be in the asylum, not running. <laughs> I'd have to agree with that one. And uh, also to kick it off there was uh, Johnny Western, The Ballad of Paladin. we got to get Johnny Great. on the show. If uh, Comrade has got to help us with that. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to yeah. our interview here uh, with uh, John R- Richard Marsh and uh, the book is called The Secret of Sunrise Mountain and uh, yeah, if government mercenaries target you, your ranch, your friends and your new gal, they won't stop till they draw blood what the devil are you going to do? 
Shoot back. I reckon you need to shoot back. <laughs> you, well, know, John- you know, one, one of the, I, I think one of the biggest challenges with writing this book is that I'd never written a book before. Uh, I'd written a, a couple of short stories, but I'd never written a book before. And so the excitement of it was to actually sit down, and it took me two years to get this produced and out here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, out where people could actually take and buy it. Uh, and it was hard. It, it was a hard thing to learn. But it was worth it because I got the experience of learning something new, and especially at my age. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to a point where you like to learn things that are new. Well, if you're not learning, you might as well be six feet under or burned up, you know? <laughs> well, you know, you, you know, you said this was your first book, and uh, there's another book on your resume there, the book of John, Steps to a Happy Happier uh, Life. Now, did this come after this, or was this something that you put together uh, over time? No, really what I did was that, uh, the Book of John was values that I believe in to make people uh, feel good about themselves. So what I did with that book was that I took and wrote it and then went through the process to learn how to actually get a fiction novel out there. Ah, that was part of the learning curve. Okay. It, it was part of the learning curve. But the other thing is that all the things in, in this little book here uh, are values that I share with a, with a lot of young people or just share with people in general mm-hmm. to make them feel better about themselves. You know, we've got enough stuff going on today that can make you feel bad. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things, that, yeah. you know, in researching you is, you know, I get I don't know you like like you're the neighbor or we have coffee in the morning, but I, it, I, it comes across in what you read, you know, what you wrote about yourself that, you know, you're a caring person, that you, you're involved, you try to help people, and you can see that through, you know, your career. You've always, it seems like everything you've chosen has been something that affects people. Well, it is. And that, uh, you know, there, there was a part of my life that was really a struggle, and then I married my wife. And my wife has also been a big part of this helping me to find those values on beyond what what life uh, says are supposed to be there. And so th- this, is, this is really the secret of Sunrise Mountain is an opportunity for me to write something to share with others that there's still good values, good morals, mm-hmm. uh, that there's some excitement out there, there's some gunplay in there and some uh, all of those things. And But I want people to actually sit down and read this book and come away with it going, wow, that was fun. I, I, I enjoyed that, you know. And yeah. uh, I, I like I like that the bad guys got uh, they were bad guys and they got their you know whatevers and that the good guys got through this also. Nice. How was any of this story fashioned after uh, modern day events or current events? Actually, I it so, sort of the area that it takes place in is up where my mother in law and father in law had a cabin. And so we would t- we went up there for over 20 years and enjoyed the area up there, uh, you know, in Placer County and all around there. But each one of the individuals in this book are actually people that, in some format, I've known mm-hmm. <laughs> or worked for. 
or been a part of, you know, in in their lives somehow, or, or they were in my life somehow. Uh, you know, the thing is, that if you work for a bad boss, you can't necessarily say he's a bad boss mm-hmm. and, and not get in a lot of trouble. But if you write a book <laughs> <laughs> about a bad boss, you can, you, can, you can tell him exactly what you felt and nobody can do nothing about it. Boy, have you given me an idea. <laughs> oh, Larry. <laughs> well, you know, you know, one of the things I like, you, know, you mentioned things that you like to do in your free time, which was fishing, camping, you know, spending time in your RV. And to, that kind of indicates to me, when you like those kind of things, they were part of your life growing up. Because, you know, you, you love well, the things that you love. Well, that's, that's, not, uh, that's not what happened. In oh. fact, what happened in my life when I was growing up is that uh, it, it was, I grew up in Austin, Corpus Christi, Texas, and then on to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, and our family was, was poor. You know, do you know the difference between white trash and uh, trailer trash? Oh, that's the people that live across the street. <laughs> well, tra- trailer trash have some place to live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so was that why you have an rv it, 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 <laughs> yeah so, so the, that's right so the thing is that when, when you grow up in, in a in a idea where you don't get to have what others have uh those things kind of prey on you so when I got to a point to where I, I was able to have those things, I went back and made sure that we could do those things for, for our children and for our grandchildren, for our great-grandchildren, so they got the values out of those. And my father-in-law was a big, important part of this because he actually taught me how to fish and have fun. Nice. <laughs> nice. nice. Father-in-laws, you know, I never hear any jokes about father-in-laws. They're all about mother-in-laws. No. Yeah. They teach you how to make an apple pie, I guess. You know, yeah. father-in-laws teach you the manly things: fishing, hunting, chewing tobacco. Now, this, this particular <laughs> book does does it, does it span? Well, I, a, I, I, go ahead. You know, like like anything I do, I've got uh, a little story. It was the scariest thing in the whole world to go and ask my father-in-law for my wife's hand in marriage. <laughs> And that's because, talking about Armed Forces Day, mm. he was a full bird colonel and a base commander. Mm. And he didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> you sure he was teaching you hunting or he was trying to find a, a hunting accident? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, what, what ended up happening was that I darn well had to earn my way into that family before we would go go camping and hunting and fishing and all of these other fun things, you know? Yeah. Was it, uh, he, he wasn't going to have have anybody in there uh, that wasn't going to be good to his wife, and so I had to prove that to him. Now, you mentioned, I forgot what I was going to ask you here. It, the, wow, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> the okay, train well, has derailed. It's gone. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned how you grew up with our cowboy TV heroes, and you mentioned several of them. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Which one of and it's it's a good list. I I agree with every one of them. Which one of that bunch had the most uh, effect on you as a kid? You know, 
I, I think the one that had the most effect on me was really James Stewart in The Six Shooter. Now, he wasn't necessarily oh. on television, but he was on the radio. Yes. Okay? But if, if you listen to every one of his programs, uh, he really turns out, he, he turns it around so that whatever you learn, you've learned good value from what he's, mm-hmm. done, he's done in really tough circumstances. You know, you touched on something interesting because we've done shows on on the cowboy radio programs, and that's one of the things I hadn't really thought about until you mentioned it. But that's one of the things about those radio shows is they were really well scripted, yes. and they had values. You look at the early Gunsmokes radios; uh, all of those were most of those ended up on the half hour when they went to television. One of the writers and that helped create it, John Merton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, you they they this was adult stuff, you know, that we weren't used to, but you know what? It was stuff that stuck with you. Yeah. Well, uh, and that uh, you know, the the thing is is that it was interesting when my 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 wife and I uh enjoy going to sleep at night listening to the tales of the Texas Ranger and Have oh, Gun Will Travel and yes. uh Gunsmoke. Now, you know, the gun smoke on radio was was William Conrad. Yep. That's still the way I think Matt yeah. Dillon should sound. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, shouldn't look that way, but he should yeah. sound that way. <laughs> well, I got, I got one for you then, John. <laughs> if you enjoy Tales of the Texas Rangers, um, we do on our radio channel, VOW Radio, which is available through our website, VoicesOfTheWest.net. Um, there's a radio player on there that you can click. And uh, at 6 o'clock uh, Mountain Time, every Saturday we do uh, old radio uh, stuff. And uh, right now we're doing uh, The Adventures of the Cisco Kid and Poncho Gee. and Tales oh. of the Texas Ranger. <clears throat> Rangers with, uh, of course, Joel McRae. That was um, a great segue. Harry. Thank you. Uh, okay. We <laughs> That's why I get the mediocre bucks. Um, and, you get more and, <laughs> we, we enjoy those uh, things immensely. Yes. I, I come from a, uh, my background is in broadcasting and radio, and I've, I've always loved old-time radio uh, theater. Uh, my, my mom worked uh, at WGN in Chicago, eons and eons ago when the Captain Midnight uh, program was, was that being when you produced. had the crystal sets? No, they, we didn't have crystal sets. It was actual radios. And, oh. Yeah, this was in the, in the 1950s. Oh, uh, no, uh, I, no, I keep forgetting you're younger than yeah, I just Not that much, but yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I've always enjoyed that kind of thing. So tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time, and uh, you'll have an hour's worth of uh, the Cisco Kid and Tales of the Texas Ranger. So there you go. Oh, God. And on that note, I have to do another commercial break here. So, John, I'll put you back into that queue there so that you can hear everything that's going on. And uh, Kind of like a Prince Albert can. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah, and let them out, right? Close the lid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with much more of Amal Franzi's Voices of the West right after these very important messages. Stay tuned. I dreamed I was there in hillbilly heaven. Oh, what a beautiful 
hillside I met all the stars in hillbilly heaven Oh, what a star-studded night Emil Franzi's Voices of the West will be right back. When looking for a property management company, here are some things you should consider. How long has the company been in business? What types of properties can they manage for you? And does the company give back to the community? Well, your search is over. The Polash Management Company meets and exceeds those considerations. They've been in business in Tucson, Arizona since the 1960s. They manage all types of properties throughout Arizona and elsewhere, from residential to commercial to public sector properties. The Polash Management Company also dedicates its time and resources to numerous community projects, including help funding the drive for the USS Arizona Memorial at the University of Arizona. You also want a property management company that puts you, the customer, first. Contact the Polash Management Company today at polashmanagement.com and ask about the complete package or call 520-795-2100. That's 520-795-2100. The Polash Management Company, property managers you can trust. Can you even imagine switching back to pen and paper to run your business? Every year we become more and more dependent upon our technology. If your network is not set up properly, you're just one click or one email away from losing data critical to your operation. Arizona Computer Guru offers a host of services to prevent and protect you from disaster. From online back Backup services to email filtering to fully managed network services, Arizona Computer Guru is here to keep your network secure, your data safe, and your budget in the black. To schedule your free consultation, call 304-8300. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. No doubt you've heard about rescue groups for dogs and cats, but did you know there's a rescue group for horses? That's right, it's called Horse It Around Rescue. Founders Steve Boyce and Teresa Worrell are helping out all those equine victims of neglect and cruelty by giving them a place to restore their health and wellness. And Horse It Around provides a nurturing and natural environment where horses can be horses, so they can be adopted out into forever homes. More than 120 horses, mules, and donkeys have been adopted out, but like everything else, it costs money to run the project. Horse It Around is a 501c3 nonprofit located in Southeast Arizona. Your tax-deductible donations to Horse It Around will go a long way so those horses can be horses. Check out the website, horseitaroundrescue.org. Make a difference in a horse's life. That's horseitaroundrescue.org. Hi, large stranger. Howdy. You're listening to this podcast because you like movies, right? Well, I've got another podcast for you to check out. It's called The Voices of the West. Don't you see? On the last show of the month, we talk about Western movies. The new ones, the old ones, the B-movies, the actors, the writers, the directors, and anything else about Old West movies. This sound is a new sheriff. The Voices of the West show. Catch us live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Podcasts available at Stitcher, Radio Public, Red Circle, Spotify, and many more. Plus, at our website, VoicesOfTheWest.net. You better listen. Welcome back to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. And where am I? <laughs> where, where are you, Harry? I'm 
wrong ear. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that was uh, High Chaparral theme there, season four, Bunker. Yeah. Uh, John, I have to play the High Chaparral theme right. uh, at this time every show because... Because Bunker was in like 52 episodes of the High Chaparral, and so he's very insistent that uh, I play that. So That's right, Pilgrim. <laughs> you don't play it, you don't leave the room. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? So that, 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 that's why we do that. Um, ahead of that, what did we have there? Oh, Eddie Dean, uh, Hillbilly Heaven. I love <clears> One of my fav- favorites. Uh, and I also best voices indeed, uh, and not a bad B movie actor. Oh, he was okay. You know, he had had his moments. You know, he paid his dues. There he, you go. Sidekick to a bunch of mm-hmm. the other guys. Um, also, I want to bring up something about Horsin' Around Rescue. There, you heard that spot. Um, Facebook does a thing where you can do a uh, for your birthday a volunteer mm, or a charity good, good thing. Point. And so, for mine, I did. Uh, I'm doing a fundraiser for. Horse and Around Rescue. The goal is to raise a thousand dollars, and when, you know maybe it's a drop in the bucket. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it's better than zero. My bucket's got a hole in it. Yeah. Uh, so go to uh, uh, the Voices of the West dot net uh, Facebook page, and uh, you can find it someplace there. <laughs> Not sure exactly where it is anymore. Yeah, right? uh, but you know I get lost on there. Anywho, uh, that's being done. So appreciate uh, any donations and, that can and be. We have have no done. financial connection. No, heavens that. no. None of the, not a penny of no, it goes no, to no. us. No, I, I donated. Uh, a couple of other folks have donated so far. We're almost at 100 bucks. So yeah, uh, that's a, that's, better that's than zero. That's better than zero. Yeah. All right. Back to our book here. You know, John, if somebody wants to get a hold of their, get a, get your book or they want to comment about it, I was looking here, and, and you furnished us with a great list of emails, website, Facebook, Twitter, Lincoln, Amazon. Uh, any of those you'd like to uh, help the folks with so that if they want to get a hold of the book or to maybe drop a comment to you about how much they liked it, uh, go for it. Well, you know, they... they... They can take and do that through uh, jrm-productions.com, which is our email address, and I'd be glad to hear from them. Uh, That's our website, and I'd be glad to hear from them. And then the other thing is that we do have this up on on Amazon. Uh, We've got Mm -hmm. it up on Amazon, both in an e-book and where they can take and uh, get a paperback copy of it. Uh, right now, it's ninety nine cents on Amazon if you download it from an e from an ebook, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of people do that, and and they like that because it's easier than having to carry a whole bunch of books around with them all the time. Well, and as Bunker says, uh, it's a great idea, but you can't use a bookmark on the Kindle. That's right. You know, I, I fig- I fig- actually, I figured out a way to do a bookmark. You on have? Your pen. Well, if you chew gum while you read, oh, when you're dumb, you, you just stick the gum on there, stick your bookmark on there, and. There you go. So basic. Hey, I want to do a book excerpt here of uh, of, of your book, John. Uh, and uh, this is this is this is gripping, man. Uh, it's it's called Stampede. Oh uh, yeah. Th- this is the particular excerpt. Uh, Only sheer grit kept him clutched to Checker's back. The first rays of the morning lit up to the east over Sunrise Mountain, enough to see how damned close the racing herd was to the tree line. Joe's knees ached from gripping the horse's sweat-slicked sides and from his own sweating hands slipping through Checker's mane. Go on to blaze of glory. All good things must end. 
That's a cliffhanger. You know, you you got some talent there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what 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 I've got is it is that I write a good story and I've got a precious lady that helps me uh, do the rest of it. But you know those those things are talents that you begin to learn. Yeah. You begin to learn the process. Yep. And and one of the things I, I want to impress on people is that you know this isn't just for those who have great master's degrees and educations, but uh, writing is an opportunity for anyone uh, to get out to get out what they'd like to express to others. Yeah. Now, my uh, uh, from my point of view is that I would like for you to do that nicely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want you to do that with with real values of home and family and God and country and uh, mm-hmm. and those things. Uh, but the thing is that this, this was really tough to sit down and begin to actually write a book or write a story because it's not really what my background was, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this, and I've certainly thoroughly enjoyed the people that have come back to me and said, you know, John, I read that book, uh, uh, the book of John Steps to a Happier Life, and I read that every day because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well you, what you know, you, what, what else could you do? Uh, you know, you, you <laughs> mentioned in here how, uh, how uh, I guess, important you might say the Ventura County Writers Club is. I've gone to a couple of those different things over the years, you know, trying to learn a little bit here and there. And I think I th- I'd like to hear your take on that because I think that there's a lot of people out there who think about it, dream about it, and don't do anything about it because they don't know how to get started. And that's a good way at least to get around some people and have some great conversations. So tell us about the Ventura County uh, Writers Club. Well, the Ventura County Writers Club, now they write everything, I mean, all sorts of genre and uh, short stories and poems and all of these things. But one, I think one of the, the biggest values of that was that uh, I went there, and even though I was, I, I, this wasn't my background, I felt very comfortable in the things that they were teaching me and helping me to learn. And from all of these different perspectives, now we have somebody every month come and talk to us about how they got their book written or how they got it up on, uh, you know, how they sell it or how, how uh, those things. And so it was important to sit down with people that had similar interests that could help you in the different points of view that you never would have thought up again. If somebody had ca- said, John, I want you to think about Ingram Spark. <laughs> you know, I, w- I, w- I would have rubbed my chin and said, that's going to be an interesting thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but Ingram Spark is the is the biggest producer of books in the at least in the United States, and they're a wholesaler, so that you can get your books out to thirty nine thousand wholesalers. But mm-hmm. I would not have known of them at all unless I'd gone to my local writing club, Ventura County Writers Club, and talked to those people and let them teach me what the steps were necessary to begin to go forward uh, so that I can be successful. I think that's what everybody wants when they're doing something, is feel successful at what they're accomplishing. How tough was it for you to shop this particular book? Was it tough? 
Well, it is tough because I, I've got it up on uh, on Amazon, and then I've got it in Ingram Spark, uh, and those are the two main places that I have it because the the challenge with anybody, it well, like a friend of mine told me, he says, John, he says, you have an exceptionally good book, along with the other exceptionally good books that I've read this year. Right. <laughs> About 40 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, to get back to the Ventura's Writer Club, isn't that also where you met Carol, your writing partner? It is. And the thing is that she has truly, uh, she has truly been a blessing to me because she really has a technical end of it so that uh, we were able to take and put up a, a website. We were able, to, were able to take and do our advertising. We're able to get in touch with people. Uh, and and get the word out to them. I I I wish that I were as good on the computer as what I am, you know, talking on the radio or visiting with people. Mm-hmm. But she's the one that's really the technical behind making all this stuff work. And it's like any other good relationship. Each one has to bring something of real value to the table, and she certainly does. Eight four four nine zero eight West eight four four nine zero eight nine three seven eight is the phone number if you'd like to get involved in the conversation here with us and uh, and, and talk about uh, our topic here. We got to do another break, our final break here, John. I'll put you back in that queue thing there so you can hear everything that's going on, and uh, we'll be back with much more of Emil Franzi's Voices of the West right after these important messages. Franzi's Voices of the West will be right back. Imus Wilkinson Investments, 777-1911, is a unique investment management firm. They pay little attention to where the market indicators are because smart investment management goes way beyond check and stock exchanges. They are very good at managing all types of investment based on client expectations. They build relationships, and they want clients, not customers. My family is proudly included among them, and they'll help you, as they did us, design a portfolio that achieves what you want when you need it. Imus Wilkinson Investments, they're really good at what they do. 777-1911. Hi, this is Joe Montaigne. Every time my Uncle Willie tells me about his service in Patton's Third Army in World War II, I'm reminded of what we owe the U.S. Army. Fourteen generations of American soldiers who have courageously defended our nation. Their stories represent the best of America and should never be forgotten. Join me to help build the National Museum of the United States Army, a long overdue tribute to all American soldiers. To learn more, visit armyhistory.org. Besides bringing millions a year into this community with national and international events, the Tucson Trap and Skeet Club at 7800 West Old Ajo Highway services the local shooting sports community with a 380-acre site featuring trap, skeet, five-stand, and two sporting clays fields, as well as a 9,000-square-foot clubhouse, which all is available to local shooters, and soon an archery range. Check it out at TucsonTrapAndSkeet.com or take a drive out west of town and see it for yourself. New members or single-day use welcome. Old-time Western radio shows, every Saturday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, only on VOW Radio. Hello, 
Hello, podcast listeners. I'm Tom, the host of the Movie Zealots podcast, and I'm inviting you to give the Movie Zealots podcast a listen. Every episode, my co-hosts and I review the latest box office releases, but there's more than simply just that. We also play games like the Alexa quote of the show and may the odds be ever in your favor and have a from the cutting room floor segment that is an open forum to discuss anything from our thoughts of a Netflix TV series to our experiences with movie subscriptions such as the AMC stubs or movie pass. So after finishing this podcast, please give the movies out podcast a listen. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google play. Simply search movies out until then. And that's a wrap. Welcome back to Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. We are back on Emil Franzi's Voices of the West. You can see, you see Ward Bond heading off into the uh, to the sunset there in Wagon Train. Yeah, the sunset zone. <laughs> open Range uh, title from uh, the movie Open Range uh, to Great start movie. the things out. All right, back with our uh, guest. Esteemed uh, guest. Uh, our esteemed guest. <laughs> 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 and our, and that is author John Richard Marsh, and the book is The Secret of Sunrise Mountain. What have you got in the uh, in the works, John? Yeah, anything, what's in the pipeline? Any, anything new coming up? Well, you know, I had an interesting thing happen to me, is that uh, my dear friend Carol asked me one day, she said, okay, now when we're done with The Secret of Sunrise Mountain, where are those characters going to go? And I said, you know, I don't know. And she <laughs> says, well... You know, now all these people have have time invested uh, in these characters. Uh, don't you think that it it's kind of sad to just let them never live again? And so I said, well, I guess so. So that's how we ended up with book three instead of book one. Okay. So yeah, we, have, we, have, we have 28 characters, and we're going back, and right now we're writing The Danger at Sunrise Ranch. Ah. which is the, it's the first part of it where the grandpa comes from Minnesota and all the, all the troubles that he goes through uh, coming out to find the Sunrise Ranch. Interesting. So that, yeah. that's the next book that we're taking and working on. Uh, and then the one after that will be how the ranch survives between the grandpa, the son, and then on to the secret of Sunrise Mountain. Is, so we've got the the danger of sun, at the danger at Sunrise Ranch is going to be the next one out here uh, in the next uh, few months here, and uh, I think that'll that'll be a, an exciting one also mm-hmm. uh, to help people in, enjoy these characters because you do get invested in characters whether they're on television or in books or uh, sure. those things and you you want to make sure what's happening in their lives. Yeah, I I used to read. Uh, uh, Robert Ludlum books and uh, the character in there, the main character, uh, Jason Bourne was, you know, always wanting to find out what happened to him and then into his next adventure. And so, you know, yeah, that's what good writing is about. It's when you don't, you don't let the character die because he's just too darn interesting. Yeah. And uh, we have not had the opportunity to read this 
particular book yet, but from what we've been reading, all the information and, and talking with the author, uh, John Richard Marsh, we are convinced that this is a good book. <laughs> I, I think I think we can safely highly recommend this book just just on the, the synopsis alone. Yeah, and then talking to John and you know a, a personable man generally is a personable writer. Are you going to be at the Western Writers of America convention next month here in Tucson, John? Well, we're going to take and try to do that. Uh, that my wife and I have been, been talking about that. We're going to see if we can't crank up the old RV uh, and make it over there for maybe a, two or three days right. and uh, see what's going on, because I think that would be a very exciting thing to go do, because I've never done something like that before. And they have great panels and, yeah. and workshops, too. We're going to be broadcasting from there, uh, or podcasting, if you will, uh, live and uh, tape uh, for the extent of the uh, uh, of the convention. Who I, knows what we'll end up with? I, you know, I don't think we'll be going on any of the... Uh, uh, Excursions, I mean, yeah, excursions. Uh, well, that's more that's more yeah, for their leisure yeah. time anyway. I've seen it, done it, you know. Got maybe have a T-shirt, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but the opportunity to to uh, rub shoulders with some of these folks is is great. And uh, hey, it's a Western show, and we're dedicated to that. And so I'm very happy these folks are coming. I want uh, to a secret something. of Sunrise Mountain T-shirt. There you go. I saw the I've seen the artwork on the on the books. Yeah, and it's, it's great. It's beautiful work. John, we're running out of time here. Before we let you go, uh, do some more. Do one more shameless plug for your book. This is John Richard Marsh, and I wrote The Secret of Sunrise Mountain. And if you read this book, I guarantee that you're going to be excited. <laughs> where can they find it? How about it? that? Now, is that? That's good. Now, where... Where they can take and find that is that you can find it both on Amazon and you can uh, look it up in jrm-productions.com. That's our website. Uh, you can look it up there and buy it through there. Uh, and, and so, anyway, that's uh, th- this is this is fun for me. And you know, Harry and Bunker, I want to say thank you very much uh, to have gotten to do this. This is. This has been both scary, fun, and exciting, you guys. <laughs> uh, well, we try not to scare anybody. We're probably more scared than you are. <laughs> I'm doing scared this a long time. You know. yeah. Grizzly. Call I mean, I've been doing this almost 50 years. <laughs> yeah, Grizzly, he calls me. He's, he's afraid of me. John, we've got to let you go here. We're most appreciative yes, to indeed. have you with us this afternoon, John Marsh. And, uh, man... Thank you so much. And one last thing, John. I want you to uh, say hello to Roy the dog for me. Give him a pat on the head and a, and a doggy bone. There you go. <laughs> I would love to do that. All right. <laughs> you like right. Roy the dog, huh? Oh, yeah. All you know, right. He's a rescue. There you go. Those are the best. The absolute best. Those are the best. Thank you so much, John, for Thank joining you. us. And hope to see you next month at uh, the welcome. Western Riders Convention. All right. I'll put you back in the queue so you can hear everything. Thank you. Uh, Next month, or next next month, next week is Movie Saturday. Yeah. And it's also John Wayne's birthday. It's Sunday, the day following the show. I thought it was the 25th. No, it's the day after the show. Well, whatever. We're going to, 
I'm going to be in Los Angeles uh, with Todd Roberts, and Bunker will be on the phone as we talk about the movies of John Wayne with John Ford. You could have come with. (laughs) I wish I could have. Anyway, uh, so that's that's what's happening next time we meet on Voices of the West. So Ford Wayne Connection. There you go. That's it for this program. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next time. See you at the Roundup. Thanks for listening to Emil Franzing's Voices of the West.